Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. Well, hello, everybody. So glad to be with you again today. Thank you for joining in. I'm Nikki Lerner, and I want to talk today about uh, why culture work can be so hard sometimes. Now, there are times where it's glorious, but there are times where it is just downright hard. And I think for many of us who have tried to invest into the work, uh, for many of you that are listening right now, and uh, you have been trying to find your own on-ramp of how to engage in this work or how to engage with your friends or whatever it is that uh, most of the people that I talk to have explained uh, the feeling of entering into this work as hard. Uh, There are not too many people that I know, (laughs) uh, particularly I would say since uh, over the last six months in our country here when this podcast is being recorded. Um, that have that has said that the the work is glorious. However, the work can be glorious, too. I think it's really often when um, in our lives we feel like we have to choose. It's either this or it's that. Uh, we either have to be happy or sad, uh, joyful or grieving. Uh, depressed or encouraged and I don't know about you but I know for me that most of my life up until this point has been both it's been both Uh, there's been a level of and if you will that were way more complex than we give ourselves credit for because the reality is in cultural work that it's both. It is hard and it is glorious. It is discouraging and it is encouraging. It's both. And I think for so many things, not even just culture work, but so many things in our lives, we, again, just feel forced into this binary way of existing with this work, existing in our relationships, existing in life. And I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you as somebody who has been in culture work and intentionally uh, making first my own life diverse, but then helping others, uh, is that it's both. And on the same day, you are going to feel hopeless, (laughs) You might feel in despair, you might feel frustrated. And yet in the same day on the back end or on the front or whenever it was, you will feel ridiculously 
empowered. You will see the best of humanity. You will see the best that your friends have to offer. So I want to encourage you today to go find the both. Go find the and instead of the or. See where that is in your life today. Cultural work is personal. It is. In fact, anytime that we try to uh, get into a new state of mind, start to learn new things about other people and their experience in the world, uh, challenge our own experiences in the world, it's personal. And in my world, uh, as a coach, as a consultant, uh, as a worker, trainer here in the areas of diversity and multicultural organizations in life, that is the thing that uh, we need to embrace if we're going to move forward, is that this work is just highly personal. I mean, anytime you try to learn about the culture, the value system, the practices, the expressions of people from a different uh, people group, from a different region of the world, whatever it is. And when it challenges your own come from, it takes us back, doesn't it? I know it does for me. It takes me back to uh, ways that I grew up and things that I were, was taught by my parents or my family. Um, ways that I've experienced uh, the happenings and the goings on in the world given my own small circles, my own relational circles, my own um, theology of life, if you will. And when things come in that challenge that, it's jarring, which means it's highly personal. And we need to make sure that today when we are leaning into the culture work and we're leaning into uh, what lies ahead of us is that we respect the fact, respect the, the truth that this is personal. And for many of you that are, that are, pressing forward and starting to understand new things and learning about things, you have to know that it's really okay for you to feel conflicted at times, for you to feel jarred at times. It's part of change. It's a necessary part of your change. If you are intentionally getting into the work of making your life, your work, your business, your organization, your faith community, a place where all kinds of people are safe. You are gonna keep coming up against this feeling when it's time for change and when it's time for you to learn something new. And I wanna tell you, in case nobody else has told you today, that you can do it. You can do it when you come up against the either or, you come up against the binary, press in, knowing that what it's going to take is both and. This work is personal. It's got you thinking about your Uncle Larry, your Aunt Judy, your father, your mother. It's got all of that <laughs> wrapped up into it, right? It's, uh, it's wrapped up into uh, what your experience has been in the world, what your people group might even say, you know, there are 
these uh, cultural standards that, by the way, I don't even know who set these things. Uh, they just sort of developed. Like, who was the guy or the woman that just all of a sudden said, this is what it means to be uh, Korean in America. This is what it means to be uh, Chinese. This is what it means to be a Black person in America. This is what it means to be African. This is what it means to be from the white culture. Like, who even set up these ideals anyway? that we feel like we need to uh, define ourselves into. But I wanna let you know you're gonna come up against that. The media is gonna tell you what to think and how to even process that. And you need to know as a person who is a bridge builder, as a person who is working hard intentionally for a diverse, more multicultural life and existence, you have to know exactly what it is that you are supposed to do in this life and on the planet. So how do you get there? And can you even get there in the conversation on culture as it relates to ethnicity, or really you can put it into anything that you don't understand. There's always gonna be something that we don't understand. So let's keep learning. So how do we get there? Well, there's two things I want you to think about today. And maybe it would be a really good use of time today to take even 20 minutes. I know you've got 20 minutes, (laughs) y'all. Even take 20 minutes. Even if you have to take it, uh, speak into your phone while you're driving or, you know, you need to capture it while you're on a walk or something. But take 20 minutes and figure this out. Answer this question. Who am I? And who am I becoming? Who am I? And who am I becoming? Particularly when it comes to the work that we are all trying to do in culture work. You have to know these things. Because if you don't know these things, everything around you will write all over who you are. There are hundreds of people who would love to write their own story, their own ways of being on your person and on your heart if you don't know what it is that you are trying to accomplish in cultural work. Now, let me tell you a couple of things about this. Now, when you sit down and think about who are you, the temptation is going to be to judge what you write or to judge what is revealed to you or to judge, um, to judge what comes into your awareness. And I want to encourage you, I'm coaching you here. I want to encourage you not to judge it. Look at all the things that Uh, you are taking in as just information. It's information to help you realize where you need to go. Judgment, judgment will not help you at all. Shame, like living in shame will not help you. Living or walking or making decisions in guilt will not help you. Not in cultural work. But look at who you are right now and just see it as information. 
If you wanna respond to anything that you see or that you write down, make sure that you respond to the things that make you celebrate who you are because I guarantee you that you are gonna write some things that you love. I hope that you have a list full of things that you love about the person that you have uh, become up until now, that uh, the ways that you are being in the world, the ways that you are being kind, the ways that you are being generous, the, the ways that you are um, existing and making the world a better place. Celebrate those things. And then the things that you feel like are not up to par with who you are, just look at those things as information. Feel free to grieve it if you want to, but don't stay there because it's not going to help you. But make sure you list who are you right now? Who are you? And then the second thing, who are you becoming? We always have to know, I think, I mean, for me daily, who am I becoming? Who do you want to be? Do you have a vision of who you will be as a person who creates sacred spaces and creates safe spaces for people from all walks of life, all people groups? Is that the person that you want to be? Do you want your home or your workplace or your relationship circle or your faith community to be a place where it doesn't matter where anybody comes from, what their experience has been, who they are right now or who they are trying to become, that they can come into your presence and that they can feel like they don't have to check who they are at the door? Is that the kind of person you wanna be? Is that the kind of opportunities and space you wanna create? Write it down. If that's the person that you are becoming, write it down. Are you the person who wants to organize marches and you want to organize social justice demonstrations and you want to lean into a learning about equity and the justice system and helping people who don't have a voice? Is that who you are? Write it down. Because if you don't get it out of your head and into something else, you will not become it. It will constantly feel like that it is something that is unattainable for you. Write it down. Who are you becoming? Because once you have a vision of who you are becoming, who you want to become, well, then you can make decisions in your world that are now congruent with who you are becoming. It's very important. Even down to the smallest thing. I remember... Um, this was a while ago, but uh, I've been doing this work on myself for a while, um, doing this work to say, you know, are the decisions that I'm making in my world, are they congruent with who I want to be? The person that I know I want to become uh, the most beautiful version of myself in every season. And this is a small thing, but but it'll make sense. So I was sitting on the couch with my husband and I don't know, I, it was late, uh, late. I'm getting, getting old, but, um, I don't know. It was like six o'clock or something like that. And I just did not feel like cooking dinner. I mean, do you know, you know what that's like, you know, you work all day, you're invested all day. And then the last thing you want to do is cook dinner. Unless there's some of you like my friend Patty, um, who find great solace and great, uh, rest in chopping vegetables and making awesome recipes. I wish I had that gift. I don't. 
Um, but I admire people who do. But for me, I was like, I do not want to cook dinner. And so I was talking to my husband and I said, Hey, you know, what do you want to do? You know, how about we just order pizza? And he was kind of like, Oh, I don't know about pizza. And I was like, Oh, I just want some pizza. But then this little voice started to pop up. You know, that little voice, that little annoying voice it started to pop up and said, is that really what you're trying to do today? Because I thought you wrote down just this morning that you wanted to have very good eating habits, that you wanted to be disciplined in how you eat. So are you choosing pizza because you really want pizza and you really are that tired? Or are you just trying to choose pizza because it's the easy route um, and you don't feel like it? And I realized to myself that it's because I don't feel like it. <laughs> so I got up and I cooked dinner. Now, this might, you might feel like, what does this have to do with culture work? I'm just telling you that once you have an idea of who you are becoming, then all of your decisions start to run through the filter of who are you becoming in every season. And just know that this thing coming out of who are you becoming this doesn't just happen once and then you forget about it like it's you know you write it down or you put it in some random folder on your phone or it gets lost in all of the voice memos with everything else that you forgot to to go back to it's not that you need to honor this list honor these lists in every season and not only pull it out when you need it but keep updating it keep updating it because you're going to need it Working in cultural work is personal. It's intense and we need to respect it as such. However, it is important for those of us who are trying to make the world a more beautiful, generous, kind, loving place through our actions and the things that we can control. It's so important for us to know who are we becoming? What are the influences that are happening all around us? Who do we want to be so that when the world around us is trying to model something that we don't want, is trying to model nothing but anger and rage and frustration, that those of us that are choosing something else, a new path, a generous path, a kind path, a relational path, a more diverse path for all people, that we will know exactly who we are becoming. This is personal, y'all allow it to be so. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.